Good morning and thanks for listening in. Happy Monday to you. This is the daily morning update from BQ Prime and I'm Alex Matthew. Today is the 3rd of July. We're at life highs on the benchmark indices with our markets riding a global wave higher. But global money managers are calling for caution at elevated levels because higher interest rates globally are expected to hit corporate profitability. Will there be selling pressure in the near term is the question that I'll be posing to Neeraj in just a bit. For now, let's turn to the top news. Over the weekend, the big headline comes from the political arena. Maharashtra's politics and Sharad Pawar's Nationalist Congress party took center stage. After months of speculation about drifting towards the BJP, Ajit Pawar has sworn in over the weekend as Maharashtra's second deputy chief minister and eight other NCP leaders have followed him to join the Shiv Sena BJP government as ministers. In a letter to the Maharashtra government, Ajit Pawar has claimed the support of over 40 NCP MLAs and six members of the Legislative Council and that bit of information is from a source-based report by PTI. But if that is true, that's most of the NCP's 53 MLAs. Ajit Pawar has also claimed that he will contest the elections under the NCP name and symbol. Meanwhile, Sharad Pawar has vowed to rebuild the party from scratch and said he will not take the battle to court and will instead reach out to the people for support. He has also said that he is remaining with the Mahavikas Aghadi Alliance, which comprises of the Uddhav Thakre camp of the Shiv Sena, NCP and the Congress. And the NCP has said that it will seek the disqualification of Ajit Pawar and the other rebels from the Maharashtra Assembly. Now, turning to other news, the Central Board of Indirect Taxes will soon strengthen its registration verification for new goods and services tax registrants through biometric identity authentication and geotagging to verify the place of business. And that's according to CBIC Chairman Vivek Jori. He was speaking to the media when he said that even existing taxpayers who have been identified as risky could be subjected to further biometric verification. In global news, U.S. consumer spending fizzled in May as households cut back on purchases of new light trucks and other long-lasting manufactured goods. And that's amidst higher borrowing costs, according to the latest data. And that suggests that the economy lost some speed in the second quarter. Consumer spending was flat last month and data for April was revised lower to show spending rising 0.6% instead of 0.8% as previously reported. Now, meanwhile, in China, there's a new head of the People's Bank of China and Pang Gongsheng's appointment is being seen as an indication that the bank will stay the course, consistent with its recent approach of only modestly cutting its interest rates and encouraging banks to lend more to targeted areas. The government has faced several calls in the recent past for greater stimulus as China's economy has lost steam. In other news, Switzerland's financial regulator is investigating Thomas Gottstein, the former chief executive officer of Credit Suisse for his role in the implosion of a $10 billion group of funds linked to disgraced financier Lex Greensill, according to a report published in Sontag's Blick. The Swiss Financial Market Supervisory Authority triggered enforcement proceedings against four unnamed former Credit Suisse employees 
after concluding in February that the lender seriously breached its risk management obligations in the Greensill Capital Supply Chain financing affair. That's a Bloomberg report. And finally, Twitter is imposing a temporary cap on the number of tweets that accounts can see each day. The company's owner, Elon Musk, has tweeted that unverified users will be able to view only 600 posts daily, while Twitter Blue subscribers can see as many as 6,000. According to him, it was a move to address extreme levels of data scraping and system manipulation. He later revised those caps to 1,000 for unverified accounts and 10,000 for verified users. In international markets, it's a strong start to trade for the Asia-Pacific markets, with all three early risers trading strongly in the green. And with that, it's over to Neeraj Shah for the trade setup for the day in India. Good morning, Neeraj. I said at the start that I would ask you this. Global money managers are calling for caution after the run to higher levels. Is there likely to be selling pressure in our markets too? Good morning, Alex. Well, it's a trillion dollar question, isn't it? Uh, The thing is, the gift nifty is indicating that there is not much pressure. If anything, it is a flattish start to be anticipated. So let's wait and watch. Asia too, I thought was doing largely okay. So that's to be kept in mind. Now, um, let's try and take stock of what could happen to our markets from a trade setup perspective. Keep in mind uh, that FBIs have invested nearly 47,000 crores in June on top of the 43,000 crores in May. And therefore, a lot of money is coming to India in the last two months. It will be difficult to expect the same pace of flows from the global investors unless we have a blowout earnings season. So I think that is to be watched out for. The good part is that large caps are now taking the mantle of taking the index higher, even as the broader market stocks take a breather. You see a Reliance coming to the fray. You see HDFC Bank coming to the fray. Select IT stocks have started to move up. So lots happening within Um, banks and infrastructure stocks, people say, remain the key themes to monitor. Now, among stocks to watch, well, um, HDFC Bank has had a good run and the anticipation is that it could well continue. In fact, Shashidhar Jagdishan is on record saying that they could be creating a new HDFC Bank every four years after the merger. So pretty interesting. I looked at the auto sales numbers. It was um, not a pretty story for Hero Motor Corp or Maruti, in particularly Hero, which kind of came in 12% lower than what the estimates were. Uh, Tata Motors clocked in okay from amongst the numbers that have come out thus far. So do watch out for Tata Motors. Um, Then amongst the non-auto monthly data, Ultratech Cement Q1 volumes was 20% higher, which is much higher than industry. So that's good news for Ultratech. Clearly shows that market share gains. NTPC coal dispatch volumes was up a whopping 11, 12%, 112%. And APL 